This is Wellspring, presented by Spectrum Health Zealand Community Hospital on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC. And for this Thursday, February the 2nd, we are joined by Heather Lopez. Good morning, Heather. Good morning, Gary, and good morning and welcome to Wellspring, a weekly radio show sponsored by Corwell Health Zealand Hospital, formerly known as Spectrum Health Zealand Community Hospital. Before we begin today and get into the important topic of heart health, I want to take a minute to introduce our listeners to Meredith Scrotenborg. She is a new Corwell Health Zealand Hospital team member who we are excited will be hosting Wellspring for us in the future. So good morning, Meredith. Good morning, Heather. Thank you, Gary and Heather, so much for having me this morning. Excited for today's show and hearing from Dr. Frank. Yeah, before we get into the wonderful interview with Dr. Frank, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you're looking forward to in your role at Zealand? Absolutely. So I just uh, transitioned from 20 years in local news. Most recently, I was the morning show anchor at WZZM TV 13. I love West Michigan, and I love sharing uh, good stories about the incredible things that are happening here. I, My husband and I both grew up and graduated from uh, Zealand High School and Hope College in Holland, and uh, we are just delighted to be raising our family here. We currently live in Grand Rapids, but are looking to make a move west to the lakeshore, and I am so delighted to be part of the uh, Corwell Health Zealand Hospital team. Um, Heather, as you know, this is an award-winning regional hospital, uh, recently winning awards, safety, leadership, maternity care, birth outcomes. There are so many wonderful things happening at Zealand, both the staff, the clinicians, the patients. There are incredible stories to be told, and I'm excited to share the good news and the good work that's happening in Zealand to a broader audience. Wonderful. We're so pleased to have you, and I'm sure listeners will love hearing you as you move forward hosting this show in the future. Well, let's get into the topic for today, which is National Heart Month that is celebrated in February. And according to the World Health Organization, cardiovascular disease is the world's number one cause of death. This morning, my guest is Dr. Keith Frank. He's a cardiologist with Corwell Health Medical Group here to discuss the importance of heart health. So good morning and welcome, Dr. Frank. Hi, good morning. Happy to, happy to be chatting with you today. And can you start by telling us a little about yourself and the role you have with Corwell Health? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm an invasive cardiologist. Um, I am over here on the lakeshore, so I see patients in Zeeland Hospital as well as Holland Hospital, uh, people who are actually admitted to the hospital, and, and we actually also have offices uh, at these locations as well. Uh, I do procedures uh, myself, like heart calves and pacemakers, but also read studies like stress tests and echoes. Awesome. And it is heart month, and we hear the terms cardiovascular disease and heart disease. Dr. Frank, are these essentially the same thing, or are there differences in how they are defined? Yeah, there's a lot of overlap. So heart disease is, is primarily issues that just involve the heart, and that's a very broad topic. You know, it could be electrical issues, uh, plumbing issues of the heart, like blockages of the arteries, structural issues of the heart. Uh, but cardiovascular disease involves all of those uh, uh, heart issues just mentioned, but also diseases of the vasculature itself. So things like peripheral arterial disease, which is blockages of arteries, you know, most commonly in the legs, 
uh, aneurysms and, and also stroke. So it's, it's kind of a large umbrella term for lots of different diseases. And when we think of heart disease, we know there are risk factors and different causes leading to someone getting heart disease. Can you speak to maybe what is the leading cause that you see in patients of heart disease and some of those risk factors that attribute to that? Sure, yeah. So the most common thing we see is high blood pressure. Another word for that is hypertension. Uh, some sources say that about one in two adults have high blood pressure, and only about 25% of those people actually have it well-controlled. So a well-controlled blood pressure would be if you're checking it, you know, you, you want to check it when you're at rest, uh, and it would be a blood pressure of less than 130 over 80. But high blood pressure is, is definitely the leading cause of heart disease. And also, as we think about, you know, our family history has an impact in many ways to our health. So how specifically or does family history play a role in heart health? Yeah, so it definitely plays a role. It, it plays a pretty big part in it, but it's definitely not the only uh, uh, aspect that leads to heart disease. There's a lot of different things that can make a very big impact uh, and, and things that we can control or, or have some control over. Things like high cholesterol, diabetes. Uh, if you're an active smoker, obviously quitting smoking is going to greatly reduce your risk of heart disease. Um, but also help, uh, uh, a low saturated fat diet, uh, a low cholesterol diet, and, and an active lifestyle uh, can, can decrease your risk of heart disease as well. And what about in terms of pre-testing or any certain assessments? Are there anything out there that people can do to look ahead at potential risks they may see or monitor any changes specifically to their heart health? Yeah, so kind of just the basic health maintenance that, that you can do with your primary care physician uh, is really important because they're going to be watching blood pressure, watching cholesterol levels, uh, things that increase your risk of heart disease. But uh, they can also monitor for other diseases that can increase your risk as well, things like diabetes or kidney disease. You know, any, any of these issues, if caught early, can be easily taken care of and can greatly reduce your long-term risks. There's other calculators that we use online that can uh, estimate people's risk over the next 10 years of cardiovascular disease. It's called an ASCVD risk calculator, and it takes into account things like your blood pressure, cholesterol level, age, whether you're a smoker, and, and what other medical issues you have. Uh, and it just can kind of give us a little bit of an idea of, of what your long-term risk is. And in terms of age, we know things change as we get older. Does the risk for developing cardiovascular heart disease increase with age as well? Yeah, it, it does increase with age, unfortunately. And, and we use that just to kind of tell people, you know, it's all the more reason to start making some, some heart-healthy lifestyle changes now or continue those that you've already made. You spoke a little about the importance of, you know, that specific diet and exercise, but can you speak to just the impact overall of having an appropriate diet and getting the recommended amount of exercise when it comes to our heart health? Yeah, so these are things that we, we should do or, or can do every day. So that's why following 
uh, a diet that's low in saturated fat, low in cholesterol, you know, low in sodium to bring down that blood pressure, uh, high in, in vegetables, fruits, whole grains, um, just following a, a diet that that can reduce your, your risk of, of cholesterol formation uh, is going to carry with it long, uh, very long benefit because these are things, like I said, we do every day. Uh, as far as exercise goes, um, you know, I, I like to I like to describe it as just movement. Uh, when people are sedentary, that's when uh, you know it's it's not as healthy of a lifestyle. And a lot of people think of exercise as needing to go to the gym or having to go for a run. And and really, it's it's not so much a specific regimen. It's it's just movement. Uh, you know, it could be walking around outside. It could be doing yard work or housework. Uh, or even for people who have joint issues, uh, it could just be sitting in a chair, but moving your arms, moving your legs. Any kind of movement can be exercise, and, and that's just really important to keep the heart healthy. Absolutely. And we know that when we quit smoking, it also improves our health in many ways. But how does smoking dr directly impact cardiovascular and heart health? Yeah, so smoking when you're when you're smoking a, a lit cigarette or, or other substances too, it, it can introduce thousands of toxic chemicals into your body uh, that ultimately get into the bloodstream uh, and can significantly affect multiple vital organs: brain, lungs, heart, really the entire vascular system. Uh, so people who smoke, you know, you're at very high risk of developing heart disease. Uh, and typically, these people develop it much earlier uh, than people who don't smoke. And Dr. Frank, what would you say is a common misconception about heart health? So I think one of the most common misconceptions is that not everybody has that obvious television version of a heart attack. People always think when, when you're having a heart attack, it's someone who's grabbing their left chest and they and they know it. They say, "I think I'm having a heart attack," and that's really not how it happens. Um, you know, people always ask if they're having chest pain, but but pain is is different for everybody. It's perceived differently, and and so I always like to ask if people are having chest discomfort because it can feel like a squeezing sensation. It can feel like pressure, like somebody sitting on your chest. So it's it's not so much a pain. It can just be uncomfortable. Um, but but there's a lot of other symptoms too. It could be just shortness of breath, especially if you're moving around. Uh, it could be discomfort in the jaw, the neck, the back, pain running down your arm. Uh, and, and these are very typical for men to have these symptoms. Women can have all of those symptoms too, uh, but they typically can also have things like nausea or just feel really lightheaded or extreme fatigue. So these are symptoms that, that we tend to pay attention a little bit more in women uh, because they can present with different symptoms than men. And what would you say is the best thing someone can do to improve and protect their heart health? So definitely stop smoking if you are. That's the biggest one. But I would say just kind of like we talked about before, following that, that low saturated fat diet, you know, following a low cholesterol diet, low sodium, um, um, eating things like whole grains, fresh fruits, fresh vegetables, um, um, and then really just 20 minutes a day of, of movement. 
you know, 20 minutes really isn't that much. And, and again, it doesn't have to be, you know, running sprints down the track. It could just be moving, just not being sedentary. Uh, and 20 minutes a day really carries with it a really good prognosis for the heart. Great thoughts there. I love that concept of just getting movement in rather than people thinking of that hard cardio yeah. exercise. So great thoughts. And we know we're right in the middle of the winter season, and we often hear that we should be cautious when shoveling snow as that has an impact to our heart. Can you speak a little bit about this? Yeah, so shoveling snow is very vigorous exercise. In West Michigan, we can get pummeled with snow, and it can get really heavy really fast. And, you know, people don't realize that when you're shoveling that heavy snow, you're you're asking a lot of of effort from the heart and it can quickly get people into trouble so you know take it slow if you're going to be shoveling and and really listen to your body if you're starting to have some trouble breathing chest discomfort let somebody know for sure and you spoke to some of the signs and symptoms of a heart attack but what may be other signs that something else could be going on with the heart that's not necessarily a heart attack but something that someone should address with their physician yeah, so outside of heart attacks, which would kind of be considered a plumbing issue, a blockage of an artery, you know, you can have structural issues where the heart is just on the weak side, or you can have electrical issues where it's just not beating properly. Uh, this can be uh, felt in, in trouble breathing. You can also have chest discomfort with this, nausea, lightheadedness, dizziness, uh, palpitations where you feel like your heart is just breathing or beating on your chest. Some people have they pass out, um, but some things commonly is trouble breathing when you're down. It's better sit up or just playing in the legs. You see that common well. And as we wrap up the interview here, what is the most important thing you want people to know about their heart health? You know, I think the most important thing again is just movement. You know, don't focus on on exercise as, you know, having to go to the gym. Think of it as just getting up and moving your body, Um, you know, exercising those arms, just moving those legs, whether it's walking around your house because it's icy in the winter or doing, you know, yard work, gardening outside. Uh, All of that counts as movement, as exercise. Um, And and it's just so important to maintain that strength and and maintain that uh, movement for heart health. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Frank, for being here and sharing all of this wonderful information regarding your heart. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. And until next week, Corwell Health Zealand Hospital wishes you well. Thanks for listening to Wellspring, presented by Spectrum Health Zealand Community Hospital on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC.